This is ESPN Radio. It's been eight years. Oh, this is for you, Ian. The odds, ma- odds makers have anointed a team not named Alabama or Clemson as your preseason favorite to win the Natty. This year, it's the Georgia Bulldogs. $100 only gets you 240 With Jay Williams, I'm Ian Fitzsimmons. You're on ESPN Radio, ESPNU, the ESPN app, as we are presented by Progressive Insurance and Jay, you know me. I'm a wager. Uh, I'm I'm I'll, I'm not afraid to throw some ducats out there on a uh, on a college and pro football game. And uh, by the way, I like the under tonight, 45 in Utah and Florida. That game on ESPN. Chris Fowler, Kirk Kirk Kirk, Kirk Herbstreit and the boys will be on the call on Holly Rowe on the sidelines. Uh, What's the number? Her- it was 45. Uh, 45. Yep. Ooh. Yep. Uh, and then the number, as far as the the side goes, is gone from uh, Utah minus seven and a half to minus four and a half, and that to me. Is all about Cam Rising. I don't. I don't expect the quarterback, the outstanding quarterback, for the Utah Utes and the two-time defending Pac-12 champs to play tonight. We'll talk more about that with Herbie when he joins us coming up bottom half of the hour. But Jay, when it comes to uh, to odds, you brought up a team earlier, and this is great value because I'm with you. I don't think enough people are talking about the Clemson Tigers right now. The last time they didn't have a double-digit win season was how many years ago? Then we talk about what, t- like twelve years 12, ago? 12, twelve years ago, years ago, you which is just abs- absurd. And nobody's talking about Dabo. And right now, their odds to win the Natty plus eighteen hundred. One hundred wow. gives you eighteen hundred dollars. That to me is outstanding value for a team that's got eight starters back on defense, led by Trotter. Fifty-four can play for me anytime, any day, and he will be playing for a long time on Sundays. And Kate Klupnik, their quarterback, is not a household name right now. Yeah, tell me about him because obviously, the, you know, DJ, he, you leaving last year. Uh, now, now at Oregon State. Yep. yep. And Uyunga Lale just, just had a disappointing career. Still at, can't at say Clemson. the name. And I so, just say DJ, you. That's fine. Who's the head coach of the Colts? <laughs> what? What? I'm just kidding. Shane Steichen. I got it now. <laughs> yes. Third time's a charm. It's Finally a got it. Shane Steichen. I got it. That guy. I got it. That other guy. I'll, right? still, I'll still, until I go to the grave, say DJ, you. Shane Sicing. I get you. Some things, Shane, you know, Shane, Shane. Kevin Garnett had a problem with equivalent. We all understand. It certain words. Yeah, certain names that you, you, you fumble through. But Klubnik can play. He, look, he looked, he looked great in the ACC championship game. Did not look very good in the bowl game, but they found a way to win. But I think having an entire offseason, this is his team. He's going to be a household name come mid-October, along with Will Shipley at running back. I'm with you, man. You're, you, you could not have picked a better value play because, like, Georgia at 240, if they get zapped in the college football semis, I mean, that's, that's not great value for your dollar. So Clemson at 100 to win 1,800, that to me is outstanding value for, for a squad that not a lot of people are talking about. And I like Michigan as well, man. That's the best running back room in college football with Blake Corum and Edwards. You know, J.J. McCarthy is a playmaking quarterback. They, have, they are always going to have a great offensive line. Michigan at plus 850, I think, Jay Will, is really good value also. And I, I want to go back to Clemson for a second. Uh, obviously with teams like Florida State and, you know, I think they play against Notre Dame as well. But like how do you, you know, obviously the bites at the apple and the margin for error are, are so slim for so many teams that get into the CFP. Um, but you have the chance to kind of wave over the committee when you go against teams in the SEC or the Big Ten, right, because of the value of the competition. But that margin of error seems so slight for a team like Clemson. Like how do you factor in – like the conference and where the conference is slated Huge. right now is, yeah. How, how do you look at that this year? Well, I mean, it's it's massive, you know, because you to run the gauntlet in the SEC. Like, look at the SEC West alone. 
Bama is a national title contender. You know, anybody writing off Alabama, you, you do so at your own peril. Uh, I was there on campus, you know, over the summer, and they've got an attitude about them, Jay Will. That it, it's a oh, you think we're done because we lost two games on the road against then top fifteen teams on the last play of the game? Okay, well, we lost Bryce Young, Will Anderson, and and, and a boatload of other NFL draft picks like we do every year. Okay, write us off at your own peril. They've got it. They. they they're hunting, man. They they are going to be legit. But to run, you got them. You got LSU, who's a national title contender. I'll see him on Sunday night. You'll hear that game right here on ESPN Radio. Catch it on ABC. Um, it that it was LSU, like yesterday. Brian Kelly went to the SEC championship in his first year. Yeah, I mean, look, they were. You go watch LSU against Florida State rematch coming up again on Sunday night, standalone game. Week one last year, compared to the team you saw beat Alabama in overtime at Death Valley in Baton Rouge. They're two completely different teams. Harold Perkins in that first game, who's arguably, if not the, one of the best defensive players, not just linebackers, one of the best defensive players in all of college football. True freshman last year. He played 11 snaps against Florida State, all of them on special teams. Mm. By the time they played Bama, he was a sideline-to-sideline missile and making checks at the line of scrimmage. And Ian, unlike teams like Georgia or Alabama, like they returned their – QB and Jaden Daniels. Who is a Heisman Trophy a, candidate. Yes, he is. Yeah. Talented. So you have, that, you have Texas A&M, who I think is going to be one of the most improved teams in college football. You have Ole Miss, who's, who's going to be Kiffin. an 8-9 win team again, and they have 78 different quarterbacks through the transfer portal. <laughs> Lane Kiffin gobbled up everybody from Spencer Sanders on down. You have to run that gauntlet. That ain't easy, man. But in the ACC, it's it, look, let's just call it as it is. It's not nearly as deep as a Southeastern Conference. You've got a few teams you've got to handle up on, and that's it. So to, for, to your point about Clemson, there aren't as many tough roadblocks to get to the ACC championship game. Win that, and you get a damn good shot at being right there in the college football playoff. And once you're there, as Bill Parcells used to say, once you're in the tourney, you got a legit chance to, legit win to win it all. Florida State's another team that to keep an eye on. I mean, Jordan Travis is a, is a Heisman Trophy candidate as well. Caleb Williams, obviously the front runner. But we haven't seen a repeat since Archie Griffin. But he, he, we all know Caleb Williams at USC is an absolute beast. But Florida State, to your point about the ACC, they have one of the best defensive fronts in, in all of college football, led by Jared Verse, the Albany transfer, who a lot of people were surprised. He didn't go in the draft last year. He's back. Patrick Payton's back. Fisk is back. I mean, they got love at the Mississippi State transfer. They are deep. Florida State is a legit team. That's why I can't wait to watch the best game of the weekend. And to me, it's going to come down to the final possession, and that's LSU-Florida State. But Clemson, Florida State, yeah. Is their road easier than Ohio State or Michigan or Bama or LSU? Hell yeah, it is because of the conference, to your point, that they play in. How about, I mean, a team like USC, um, obviously you keep hearing about Caleb Williams, but some of the things I've been hearing from scouts too is their defense could be a liability. It's like, how oh, do you yeah, look at what yeah. Lincoln that's, Riley and company are doing this that's year? Going back, like last year, they were in position to make plays, just couldn't make a tackle. They couldn't make a tackle, yeah. I mean, against San Jose State. I mean, San Jose State converts at third and 22, and it leads to a touchdown. I mean, on, the, on that same possession. They, Alex Grinch and that side of the ball, they've got to be better. But you mentioned Caleb Williams. Jim Nagy, senior director for the Reese's Senior Bowl, five-time Super Bowl champion, right, with the, as a lead scout for the Patriots and the Seahawks. He says that Caleb Williams, when you talk to NFL scouts, and obviously he is one, is as, is as good of a quarterback as we have seen coming out of college since Andrew Luck. Wow. 
When you're invoking that wow. name where you had guys wow. had like 98 grades, 99 grades on Andrew Luck, that's what they're talking about with USC's reigning Heisman Trophy quarterback. That's high praise, man. I mean, it's just the way he handled everything last year. I mean, have such an explosive year. I, 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 I mean, the Andrew Luck thing is, is crazy because Andrew Luck was a, you know, one of my really generational. Good fr- yeah, one of my really good friends, Will Wilson, um, who used to do a, a lot of good stuff um, for USA Soccer, was his agent, and we would talk about just how of a savant Andrew Luck was. He repped him obviously and spent a lot of time with him, handled a lot of his marketing deals. And we talk about his ability just to recall plays left and right from games that happened a year ago. And that is so rare, man. Remember that story about Peyton Manning to that, to that point? And this is what separates good from great, and even great from elite. Uh, Peyton Manning, I think it was like maybe his third or fourth year with the Colts, and he called back to one of the film guys at Tennessee. And he said, there was a play we ran my freshman year against UCLA, third quarter, Gave the down the distance, damn near to the second on, on, on the time in the third quarter. Can you send me a clip of that play? What? Yeah. That's, that's, that is, that's, I, I can't, and I can't remember what I had for breakfast yesterday. And this dude recalling a <laughs> play from when he was a freshman at Tennessee against UCLA, down distance score time. That, that's, that is. LeBron has that ability too, unworldly. which is kind yeah. of shocking, man. You be around certain people that, like, you know, Rajon Rondo was actually talking on J.J. Reddick's podcast the other day, Old Man in the Three, uh, pretty much about when they played against the Boston Celtics and how he would study patterns that Brad Stevens played down the stretch in the fourth quarter and how he, for his team at that time, didn't, they didn't run certain sets um, because he wanted to save those sets for the end of the fourth quarter to make sure that Brad had no idea what they were doing, but he knew all their sets. It, it's Next there's some level. people that take the game to such uh, the the trenches type of level that it, it's just not relatable for them to even try to explain that to people. Like Cooper Cup, another one, right? With the way he can talk yep. about plays and design, it, it's mind boggling to me. Some players that can go that deep. Remember Tiger Woods in his prime, right? Yeah. I mean, he, he after he won his whatever like tenth major and that, that r- remarkable run he had in the late '90s, early 2000s. Somebody asked him after maybe a second round of I don't remember which major it was. He goes, "Would you? you know, Why'd you choose this club on this hole?" And he goes, "Well, hang on a minute. You want to go start to finish? I'll explain all of them." And then the, the reporter said, "You can name every single club you hit on every single shot." And he went from opening tee shot to putter on the 18th green. Every wow. single club on every single hole. Again, that separates good from great, great from elite. The mental side of the game and. By all accounts, Caleb Williams is that next guy uh, out at USC, which, hey, man, that's the price of admission, well, without a doubt. See, He's I can remember what I said at the top of the show. You know, Shane Shyson. <laughs> I'm a savant. There we go. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. 
Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. This is ESPN Radio. Every now and then, this is why part of the reason we love Jay Williams. He tries to motivate you, get the best out of you, to help you get the best out of your life. Don't get a do-over in the game of life. No second chances. With Jay Williams, I'm Ian Simmons here on ESPN Radio, ESPNU, presented in part by Progressive Insurance. And this morning, Jay Will, your motivational speech. I got a second chance in life, just to let you know. You did? Yes, I survived, and I'm still I know, here. yeah. Yeah. I know. Good point. Never mind. There's an exception to every rule. Let's <laughs> <laughs> try to make it as awkward as possible. Thank you for correcting me. The- <laughs> I just had motorcycles and crash and a mangled leg in my head. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, uh, still got a leg. Still I can run. I couldn't feel any worse. Right? Yeah, there oh, you no, go. I do. Thanks. Just- Again, unmotivational. Well, to Pat Costello's point, but you try to you know just trying to help people get ready for a day. Your motivational speech involved a bed and ghosts. So for it people, I, and I don't want to read. Away, I don't want to read the whole thing again. Sum it up. So, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the. <laughs> see, you use the upbeat music. It's not the right music for it. It's not the right music for it. No, this is Pat's music. What else do we have in the bed? That's kind of dark. wrong motivation. Right, wrong right. motivation. <laughs> That's a, that's a different hey, try. Let's try one last time. A deep beat. That's, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's whoa, whoa. A, that's pause, pause. Yates, give me one more. Give me one more. Come on. Oh dear lord. I, I don't know if I can. And do it now here is for your. What is this? Your deep thoughts of Jack style. Handy. The, uh, this is like more like Luther Vandross than. Because um, the first line just kills it, Ian. I saw a bird today. Well, literally, there's ghosts. Day. Imagine. You're in your deathbed, and you're standing around yourself, looking at yourself, and what do you see? The ghost representing your unfulfilled potential. The ghost of the ideas you never actually acted on. The ghost of the talents you didn't use. And they're standing around your bed, angry, disappointed, and upset. Those people are going to go to the grave with you. Those are the unfulfilled talents that you never decided to make the effort to strive for. So I ask you, who are you choosing to be when you finally reach that moment of your life? Will you look back on it and say, I didn't do it. I didn't give it the shot I deserved. Or will you just say, I'm going to go to the grave with all these unfulfilled opportunities that never were. Because I didn't make the attempt. That's it. That's all I have for you. I'm done. From Denzel Washington at a <laughs> the, college graduation. <laughs> we've got graves. We've got disappointment. We've got ghosts. Are those ghost noises, Pat? Shut <laughs> up, Pat. Stop doing that. Sorry. I just, wait, wait Jay. <laughs> ghosts around, dog. I'm, I'm petrified. Whoo. 
man. Okay. All right, so All let's right. go to the phones. Were you motivated? Jay Will's last I, year. It wasn't delivered properly. It was way better the first time. Wait. Oh, we're going to counter unmotivational speeches from Pat Costello. Pat? When you think rebuttal. you've hit rock bottom, just remember that it can always get worse. That's true. He's used all these before. No, I didn't. These are all new. Give up. At some point, hanging in there just makes you look like an even bigger loser. <laughs> <laughs> That's really just good. Drop, just drop the mic. Give up. One. We don't need another one. That, that <laughs> just was, hanging in there makes you feel like a bigger loser. <laughs> Donnie in Virginia. Donnie, you're on ESPN Radio. ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> you got to follow That's that so up, good. man. I'm sorry to going for you that quickly, I'm Donnie, sorry, but I'm Donnie, not following but... it up. Go right in. Oh, God. Hey. Yo. Hey, I, I was calling in to say uh, goodbye to Jay because this is his last show. And then I was thinking, first of all, Denzel must have thought he was doing a movie because black people, we don't do ghosts. And they just don't do it. And I was inspired. I was inspired because I got a second chance today because I called yesterday and they hung up on me. You see? So I called okay, back Donnie. today. And, and, and I was inspired, got in. So, Jay, I just wanted to say thank you, brother, for sharing your life, your ups, your downs, your inspirations, your dreams, and continue to do what you do because uh, ain't nobody making a list like Jay Will. Jay Will, make a list, baby. Just keep making a list and do what you do. Love you. God bless you and appreciate you. I appreciate I'm you, Donnie. I'm from Virginia. I'm a Commander fan, and I'm still hanging in there. God bless your soul, man. God bless your soul. Hey, Ian, real quick, though, I – I, I appreciate. Wait, hold on, did you say God rest your soul? God, did I say God? Oh, re- oh God! You said God oh, rest. Oh man, it's not very motivating. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, you did. God say. bless. No, I, I no, you've got stop. ghosts. You've got graves. I mean, I'm a mess. It's, it's in your brain. Well, I'm a mess because I'm I'm, any, shay, I'm shay, on shay, an shay, emotional shay. roller coaster right now. Shay, shay, shay. On a, on a very on a very serious note, um, you know, this show has gone through a lot of challenges. It's gone through a lot of learning opportunities, as I like to kind of categorize it. And I, I do want to say that it, it's been an absolute pleasure. I mean, um, everybody from Evan Wilner, um, you know, we've had Shannon, who was on our show for a while, to Nuno. Um, Nuno, I appreciate you as a producer coming in on the show, allowing us to be ourselves. Um, you know, it, it's a lot when you do a four-hour radio show. It takes a lot of conversations. It takes a, a lot of thought. Uh, a lot of people have to bring it each and every day. Um, I also want to give a big shout-out to just Max and Key. Like I said earlier, those guys are always my brothers, and I know they will strive and continue to do incredible things. Um, Alan Gates, you're like a brother to me. Um, I love you, man, and, and you're going to be incredible at what you continue to do. Pat, I know even though you live in moments of negativity – um, you 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 guys have all been a pleasure to be around each and every day, man. And uh, even guys like James Steele, um, who, who were this with us in the beginning, I just I've learned so much about myself uh, battling through this show and and really learning and participating in football conversation every day, sharing you guys my life, my basketball stories, making fun of myself uh, in ways that I never thought I would. So I just wanted to say, and and, and lastly, like. To everybody out there who listens, who, who's chimed in with us, who stayed with us through all the ups and downs, I appreciate you. Now, you're going to have a new show, and Evan and Chris Canty, and that show's going to be great. Stick with it. Stay with them. Uh, Chris is extremely talented. Evan's talented. 
Sam Smoley, like they they have a great show. Um, but I just wanted to say thank you guys to give me the opportunity to allow me to share my voice with you and vice versa. And just like sports, as much as we try to make a serious show, it's what's supposed to bring us together, right? Um, team is us working collectively as a unit to take ourselves away from the daily grinds that we have and to get lost in debate, but also to laugh, right, to enjoy the ride and to live passionately about our teams. And uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody that allowed me to have this opportunity. So, Ian, I appreciate you allowing me to have that moment. Yeah, man, man look, dude, it, it, uh, the first show we did together was on a morning show. Like eight, um, nine years Mike ago. Mike and Mike, back about eight, nine years ago. Uh, and I had no idea you could be so self-deprecating, you know, just having – Watched you from afar, now having gotten to know you, uh, it's it, it's been an, uh, an absolute privilege. And we, he's not dying, ladies and gentlemen. He's still going to be here around ESPN as a, one of the top basketball analysts that, that we have in this great country of ours. But it's been it's been a remarkable ride, man. It really has. And, and uh, to be here on your last show, I know you you got to run to a, to a couple meetings or whatnot and, and see some of the suits, but. Um, just to be here in the last one, uh, honored. It was absolutely a blast. And just just to hear the story about you calling Gary Payton. The mitten instead of the glove, and the fact that I text you, I text you, and that I am forever in your phone as old mitten ass. Like these are the type of things, like you know, like it's the stories that we have with all of our boys at the bars, all of our boys at the fantasy drafts. Like that's who we are as people, man. And uh, I think that's the most important part is that at the end of the day, we put on our shoes and our pants just like everybody else, and uh, we'll make fun of ourselves for it too. It was priceless. You ripping on special teams, my basically telling my brother is really not a real NFL coach. He sends us. I'm a text. burnt from Joe Judge. Okay, really, I'm, Jay I'm Will? Really, Jay Will? That's how it is. And then he calls you old mitten ass. <laughs> one last one, Jay. For uh, you. One last one we for love me, you, Jay. We're going to give you one one more on the way out. The okay, door. make it special, Pat. For every winner, there are hundreds of losers, and the odds are you're one of them. Wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. Uh, we love you. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> on that note, Jay, are hey, you, are you asking me not to leave after you just called me a loser? It's I'm confused. It's supposed to motivate the you. The song Jay. was insinuating something different. Means well, you can still be a winner. Jay. Plants will die. <laughs> you gotta feel good, brother. <laughs> you can be a winner no if you go to Vivid Seats. If you go to Vivid Seats, oh, I still had to read. Yeah, you still got that yeah, reason. No, I threw away the read. Oh no. Nobody told me anything. That no better way to go out. This from Vivid Seats. Let me get your real music right. Hold on. I don't have the real. We'll hear from Vivid Seats later. Jay Williams. Thanks, Ian, for saving me. (laughs) OMA. College football on deck here on ESPN Radio. Shane Sising. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
This is ESPN Radio. All of our lives are a little bit better because college football is back in all of our lives. Marquee matchup tonight. The Florida Gators at 14th ranked Utah. Kirk Herbstreit, Chris Fowler, Holly Rowe will be on the call. 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 Pacific on ESPN. Herbie joins us now here on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. I'm Ian Fitzsimmons. We appreciate you spending part of your morning with us. And Herb, before we get to college football, I want to congratulate you. Your beloved Cincinnati Redlegs have gotten nope, we're you. We're no longer friends. Nope. Nope. Come on. Nope. You're one nope. game out, dude. <laughs> nope. Season's over. It's been over. Congrats <laughs> to the Cubs. I'm done. I'm, I'm not. Com- I'm not going to come on here and talk about the Reds because they have uh, they have been falling and falling fast. And I knew you were going to come on here and gloat about the Cubs, who uh-huh. I thought I were mathematically you. eliminated around the All Star break, and they just. Just kind of keep coming around. Old Dansby and the boys, they just kind of keep playing baseball over there in Chicago. See, I was not gloating about my beloved Cubs. Yeah, you were. No, I promise. I swear to you, dude. What do you say every year? Did, that, do you, just, the Reds just get you to training camps. It used to be get me to football season when I knew you and you and I did local radio in Columbus. It just get me to, yeah. get me to college football season. They did. Get me, to NFL, get me to NFL training camp. Then it became just get me to the 4th of July. Get me to the 4th of July. Then it became, just get me Memorial Day. I mean, I'll take just a couple months of baseball. Then it was get me to the Derby, which was three weeks into the season. And that's pretty much where we are. And then all of a sudden this year, it's been a, a miraculous turnaround. They've been fun, competitive, but they just ran out of gas. It's okay. You guys you guys will enjoy the post. We're not ready for the postseason yet. Herb, you're only a game back in the wild card. A lot of ball left to be played. Hang no in shot. There. Hang in there. Here we go. All right, let's get to it, man. And uh, I greatly appreciate the time. It sounds like you were in the gym. Uh, the man, yeah. the man uh, runs to eat. Uh, he has a remarkable palate when it comes to fine foods. And I uh, just put food in front of the man, and he'll get in a three-point stance and fire off. Uh, let, let's get into <laughs> Cam Rising and, and the Utah Utes. How, how different is this team? And uh, look, I'll, just from talking to Witt the other day, uh, just tone of voice, it doesn't sound like he's going to go. So if Rising, Rising isn't on the field Behind center for the Utah Utes, how different is this squad with Bryson Barnes at quarterback? Well, you know, it's like anybody who's trying to get ready for a season. I, you know, we'll see if Cam ends up trotting out there. You never underestimate what he's capable of doing. He's been watching him these last couple of years, leading Utah to their first two Rose Bowls ever. Um, it's been incredible to watch that guy and what he works, the attitude he works with, the toughness that he has. Now, an ACL and some men- meniscus injury that he sustained. I mean, it's tough to ask him eight months later to come around and, and play. So, but, but if anybody can do it, he can do it. But if they don't have him, um, obviously it's like anybody else in the country who has a Heisman candidate, at quarterback, and you got to go to the guy that's, that's behind him, um, who, who's not, not the alpha. It's not just the physical ability. It's more of the, the leadership, the intangible, especially week one against a really talented athletic SEC team. So yeah, it's different. You, you hope uh, if you're Utah, the, the home field advantage, and you know, they're you know, better than anybody watching Utah these years. They're, they're about the line of scrimmage. I mean, it's what they pride themselves on. They went to Gainesville last year. and You know, Florida with, with Anthony Richardson, um, you know, he ran around, made a lot of plays. I think they averaged over seven yards of carry when you throw in what, what uh, Anthony did. So I think that's been really more their focus. With all due respect to Cam Rising, it's been about their defense, which if you walk in their building, it's all about line of scrimmage, mental toughness, tenacity, physicality, tackling. And here Florida, 
I think, I think uh, Kyle told us yesterday, 27 missed tackles in that game. Wow. It's like the most they've ever had since he's been a coach. So if there's anything I'm really intrigued about this game, it's getting Utah having a chance to get uh, Florida at home. I think they're really locked in on playing better defensively and trying to make amends for, for what happened a year ago when they went to the swamp and in their minds did not play up to, to their level of intensity. So I think I say, boy, that's probably been a good emphasis and get these guys attention since camp opened. He goes, camp is that game has been our, even though we're coming off a of Rose bowl parents, that game against Florida has been our driving focus for our defense since January, since oh, we got home oh, from the Rose bowl. So oh. that gives you an indication of what they're, they're focused on. It's not cam rising. It's tackling Florida's running backs and, and uh, playing better. Man, and, and Morgan Scala, defensive coordinator for the Utes, he'll dial it up, and he's got some players on that yeah. side of the ball. Man, Reed, Barton, Bishop, going that D line, going down the yeah. list. It's going to be a hard hitting game. Kirk Herbstreit joining us live from Salt Lake City. It's Utah. It's Florida. Eight o'clock Eastern, five o'clock Pacific. Kick right on ESPN. Joining us here on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. I'm Ian Fitzsimmons. What does it say? about teams like Utah who know what they are. They have an identity. They're going to be a physical knock-the-snot-out-of-you football team. Georgia knows who they are. You know, Bama knows who they are. What, is it, what, what does that mean to a team when you have an identity and you're not trying to find it? Huge, especially early. Um, I, you know, I think if you watch college football last week, if you watch it this week, the opening games, you know, there, there are teams that, you, like you say, you kind of know who they are. It, it's different players, different personnel. But it's for for the most part, it's it's the kind of same type of team. Uh, with, with other teams, they are searching, and I and I think sometimes it takes you until you get into conference play, like three or four weeks into the season, until so, until you start to really find it. And and I I really think that's what's interesting about the top of the food chain. I mean, if you look at Ohio State, or you look at Alabama, or you look at Georgia, mainly Ohio State and and uh, and, and Alabama, you know, they think that they have their quarterbacks. You know, they, they've had some inter-squad scrimmages. They've seen enough. You know, Alabama keeping it a little closer to the vest. And Ryan uh, Day, he came out and announced that Kyle McCord at least will get the initial first couple, you know, first few, few series or however long he stays out there. But I think Devin Brown will, will get an opportunity. Isn't it interesting that, that you know those identities and yet they're, they're, I think they're going to be learning about themselves because they don't have Bryce Young. They don't have C.J. Stroud. So in their cases, I think that, yeah, that you know who they are. But I would say more Alabama than Ohio State. I, I wouldn't be surprised Bama are on the side of old Alabama. You know, if I'm Alabama and I'm Nick Saban, it goes back to line of scrimmage, running the football, quarterback managing the game, win the games with defense, field position, special teams, turnover margin. Uh, that's what I think Bama will air on early. Um, they don't want to lose games by turning the ball over. And that's one thing that will drive, obviously, Coach Saban crazy. So, yeah, I think, I think what you're saying is true. But I think even at the top of the game, I think you're still kind of learning who you are based on what that quarterback's doing. Kirk Herbstreet is brought to you by Home Depot. Bear is awesome. And let me tell you why. This Saturday, let the Home Depot help you get projects done right with Bear Premium Plus interior paint herbie's got on the call tonight with chris fowler holly Rowe, utah florida eight o'clock eastern five o'clock pacific on espn and stay with bama there herb i was there this summer and they they got an attitude about them you know the entire country's you know writing off bama is a dynasty over and you know that program as well as anybody what does that mean for people who are discounting big bad bama 
Well, we went on our pregame show, and I just because I've seen this act before, you know, I I don't even care who the quarterback is. I'm I'm picking Alabama to get to the playoff and ultimately win the national championship for the entire reason of what you just said. I, I think if you look at the history of Alabama, it's kind of like when the Patriots had Tom Brady. They they might not win the Super Bowl whichever year they didn't win it. Get ready that next year, and, and it, it feels a lot like what Nick Saban's done in Alabama. Whether they make the playoff or they come up short, whatever happens that year, go back and look at the history. The following year, what happens yeah. when there's a motivated Alabama team? And of course, he hears the talk about Georgia. Of course, he and they should. Georgia should be talked about in that fashion because what they've done these last two years, they are the, the top of the mountain right now, and. And they are the, the king, and they, sh- and they should be recognized. Anybody who's an objective college football fan has to bow down to what Kirby and the dogs have been able to do. But if you're in Tuscaloosa and you're in that, that uh, workout facility and you're in that, uh, that weight room and you're getting ready for uh, camp and you're getting ready to open your season, oh, my gosh. I, I, I haven't been down there, but I can only imagine what these practices have been like. And, and if history tells us anything, it would be, be very leery of Alabama and the chip on the shoulder that they're going to play with this year. It may not end up being the case, but I'm just betting on history and what I've seen from Nick Saban's teams. When they don't achieve a goal the previous year, they come back taking names uh, the following year. Quick thought. You've always got a sleeper team, but not a lot of people have them on the radar. Give us that sleeper. Who do you think maybe one or two teams that when we look up in mid-November, they're right there in the mix for the college football playoff? Uh, out of the Big Ten, I mean, depending on how far down the road you want to go as a sleeper, I I do think uh, Wisconsin could be dangerous with Luke Fickle, kind of changing uh, the the DNA and and attitude of of that team in a good way. They're always so close, but I think Luke could get them over the top. I think Penn State also within the Big Ten could also be dangerous if Drew Aller ends up living up to, to the hype and, and what uh, people are expecting of him because they got a lot of good pieces around him. Uh, out west the last year of the Pac-12, I would say that Oregon with Bo Nix has a possibility, even though that is a really t- it's a gauntlet to make. Uh, people who don't respect the Pac-12, and again, I know it's their last year, go down the schedule and look look who these teams have to play and where they play them. Uh, I think it'll be tough to come out of that conference. Everyone talking SC, but if I had to pick one, and even Washington, it would be possibly Oregon. Um, and if Utah can get, if they can win tonight and get Cam Rising going and healthy, so there, there are a lot of teams. I'd say like off the radar, radar. Um, those are always fun teams. Teams that you think, well, what are they doing? Even in the top fifteen or top twenty, I think Oklahoma State, kind of with the same logic wow. of Alabama. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 almost like Mike Gundy is 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 kind of due for some of those fun interviews. You know what the heck's he doing? You know he's got a team that's six and zero. Oh, what's going on? I wouldn't be surprised if if the Pokes could make a little run this year too. Keep Darren Brown in line for us out there, Herbie. Have a great call tonight. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for your time as always here on ESPN Radio, ESPNU. College football's back, brother. Life is good. Anytime, bro. Anything for you, brother. Take Thank care, you, bro. Thanks, Herbie. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This is ESPN Radio. Utah, Florida, 8 o'clock Eastern kick on ESPN. College football is back. Ain't life grand as widespread panic once said, and hey, our lives are better. Because last week we had the appetizer. It was like the chicken wings, maybe a seven-layer dip. Now, there comes a tomahawk ribeye. Uh, the main course is about to be served, and we're all better for it. I kind of like the under tonight, by the way, 45 uh, with Utah. Uh, the altitude's going to be an issue for the Gators. Kind of like the humidity was for Utah going down to the swamp last year. Altitude, having lived along the Wasatch Front for a couple of years, Trust me, that altitude is legit, and Rice-Eccles is one of the most underrated venues when it comes to college football. This one should be a dandy tonight between the Utes and the Gators. You can always weigh in on, on your college football thoughts, teams at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Ray and AC. Ray, you're on ESPN Radio. Go ahead. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, wanted to talk about Notre Dame this year. What do you, what do you think they're going to do? I think Sam Hartman has the best beard in football. I have beard in him. <laughs> he's, a, he's a handsome young man with 100 TD passes. <laughs> and look, I don't care how old he is anymore, man. It used to be, Ray, that you know a lot of NFL GMs were, oh, he's, he's, he's 23, 24, we're missing a couple of years on his career. Now you've got quarterbacks playing into their late 30s. If you can play and they keep you upright, and all the rules are, are, are now geared to keep you upright and healthy and safe, you can play as a 24-year-old coming out of Notre Dame now and Sam Hartman. You know, NFL teams aren't going to look at him and say, well, you know, we're going to shave two years off his career. If you can sling it, you can play to your mid-30s. So that's not going to be a deterrent anymore. And that defense is, look, with Jean-Baptiste coming over from Ohio State, they're legit. But it all starts with the quarterback. And he not only has the best beard in football, he looks like he's 34, but he's 24. But he is a leader of men. The moment as a transfer, guys gravitate to you, that's, that's remarkable. Even as a like, – look at Brock Purdy. I had them late last year in the, uh, with the San Francisco 49ers, just going NFL but using Purdy as an example. When you're a quarterback, and even as a rookie or a transfer, and guys gravitate to you, man, it stands out. And when I had the Niners late in the year last year – I'm watching guys gravitate to Brock Purdy. That's part of the reason why Trey Lance is now a Dallas Cowboy. That is his team. And that's not easy to do, especially as a rookie or a transfer. And Sam Hartman did that very thing at Notre Dame. So Notre Dame, by the way, look, they're going to be one of those teams come, you know, when the first college football playoff rankings are unveiled on on October 31st with Boo Corgan, the college football playoff director. Uh, It was the, the AD at NC State. They're going to be there in the mix. You know, I, I think they're going to take a big jump in year two under Marcus Freeman. A lot like LSU. I'll be at LSU Florida State coming up on Sunday night. Herbie Fowler and Holly Rowe will have the TV side. Mark Kestisher, Kelly Stauffer, and I will be on the radio call. And, man, you look at Brian Kelly in year two, going from week one against Florida State, where they couldn't line up properly. They muffed two punts. You know, they had Mason Taylor – 
setting an edge protect on an extra point with the game on the line. He leans out as a freshman. Jared Verse cuts inside. He blocks the extra point, and LSU loses that game. Well, you fast forward to the end of the season when we had them against Big Bad Bama. They were a completely different football team. I am beyond fascinated to see how LSU and what kind of a jump they've made now with an entire another offseason under Brian Kelly in year two with a new special teams coordinator. Alan Anderson comes or Aaron Anderson comes over as a transfer from Alabama to return kicks. That that's that has a different look to it, a different feel to it. But overall, year two under some of these coaches, you're expecting a big, big jump. And that's why I'm I'm fascinated to see LSU against Florida State with also two kind of I wouldn't say long shot. No, no, would you say long shot quarterbacks as Heisman Trophy odds? I don't have the odds in front of me, but you know, Jaden Daniels at LSU and Jordan Travis, uh, you know, at Florida State, those are two guys that they're talking about, you know, Heisman Trophy contenders. Obviously, Caleb Williams, Drake May, those are your front runners. But these dudes, if they have a special season, they might make a push at least to try and get an invite to New York. I don't have the odds in front of me right now, uh, but I would think they're, they're pretty long, but they're going to be on, 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 on a list. I'd say probably in the top 15 when it comes to future wagers in, in the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, and I had asked you that, and we got about less than a minute. Uh, what's that name that we're not talking about that like is going to be all of a sudden, as we get into the year, later into the year, that, oh, they're competing against Drake May for that like number two quarterback You know, when it comes to the draft? Like, who's think, that guy? You're going to think I'm crazy, man, but it might be either one of the two I just mentioned or Spencer Rattler at South Carolina. Go watch the back half of last season. He was a different guy. It's like everything just clicked. So you're asking me for somebody off the radar? I'll go rat uh, for the South Carolina game. Comes. And real quick, uh, Dan- uh, Daniels is a uh, plus. Uh, he's second behind Caleb Williams for uh, Heisman at uh, Caesars. Yeah, he's uh, at plus a thousand. And yours is get you a grand. And yours is plus fourteen hundred. Come on with it. All right, that'll do it for me, man. Jay Will, it was a blast for everybody behind the scenes, especially the motivational Pat Costello. This has been ESPN Radio, ESPNU. This is ESPN Radio. More next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.